three, two, one. Welcome to the Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from feminism, feminist issues, and everything in between. You are joined by Megan Hohart and Kenzie Meekbeck. Welcome back, Kenz. Thank you. A long day of travel yesterday. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I thought we could kick things off by just giving us an overview of where you went and where you've been for the past, what, two weeks, week and a half? Uh, yeah, so um, I have been in, well, uh, I don't know if this counts, but a layover in Iceland. Um, nice. And then I, but I didn't really explore, but then I went to Denmark, uh, France, and Germany, and the cities were Copenhagen, Paris, and Berlin. Nice. So if we start off at the beginning of your trip in Copenhagen... Um, what is one thing that you learned about the culture there? Oh, good question. Okay, so um, Copenhagen was just one night. Um, and so we, I didn't get a, like a very much of a good taste. But I learned that one, they are very, very sweet people. They are very nice. Um, and they kind of have, they pretty much have their shit together just from what it looks like. They have like a... A happy culture and it's true like everything is clean and everyone looked very happy and healthy and everyone was very positive um, but the city was so clean and everyone was so nice so I guess what I learned from the culture is that it is as happy and as healthy as everyone says it is so like if you look in some places in Seattle for instance or any major US city there's gonna be places that are have a large homeless population or a large um, um, people on using drugs on the streets and pollution and trash and all that stuff. So are you saying that the place that you visited in Copenhagen, that was not necessarily the case? It's like a clean Seattle. That's an extremely clean Seattle. Yeah, the culture was relatively similar, but yeah, I didn't see a homeless person, um, and I didn't see much trash, so uh, very clean. The architecture was really cool. The buildings that were colorful along the side were well-maintained. Like, they, everything was old, but you could tell they, it was well-made when it was made, and they value it. Mm, yeah. So... So then moving on to Paris, what, what did you learn in Paris? Um, well, Paris was actually difficult, actually. Um, I had a rough experience there. We, um, we went during the time of the riots. Yep. Um, and I, I was thinking of- about you because I was hearing about the riots, and I was like, I wonder what's going on with Ken's over there. Yeah, I got a lot of texts like, are you okay and stuff like that, but it it was pretty isolated to one neighborhood. So if we have a Seattle listener or anyone else who's a listener, if you've been to like the nearest metropolitan area or if you live in a metropolitan area, like it's typically divided by districts. Um, I know Seattle has a ton of very much like neighborhoods that are very much their own. So like where they were rioting was isolated to the arc area um, in that neighborhood. Um, so Which I didn't see anything. Before, 
I've been to Paris before and that arch district really close to it is like, isn't that like the really fancy neighborhood? It is. Like everything is like super wealthy and super rich. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's protests were. Right. Um, and they're protesting taxes, um, which I think they temporarily put a pause on the raise of them. Um, and partly the, uh, environment as well. Um, so as far as like Paris, I mean, I, I learned a lot about food when I was there. Um, and when I, like, I went on this food tour and I learned like stories about baguettes and why they're their shape. So I guess I'll just go over like a few little food things I learned for people to learn. So the reason why baguettes are long, there's a history to it. So back in the day when they were working on their public transportation system a long time ago, bread was round um, back in the day. And men at work would bring a knife with them to cut the bread. And bread is very important to the culture. You eat it kind of all day in Paris, which is surprising because they're all very thin people. <laughs> but they, you eat the bread all day, and it's very fresh and probably way less preservatives because it's baked on the spot. So they would take the knife with them, and they would take their bread, but they would get rowdy and drunk while working um, back in the day. and um, Or some of them did. And a lot of people died because they stabbed themselves on accident. <laughs> from the knife. From the bread. Yeah. <laughs> And so they got, um, and bread is very important, a very social thing. And so they outlawed round bread, I think, or they changed it. And that's why you have a long baguette, so you can break it off and share it that way instead. That's an awesome story. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot about, like, cheeses and wine um, and just, like, the different textures of goat versus cow versus sheep like cheese. Um, I'm a huge fan of cheese. We went to a butcher shop, which made me want to be a vegetarian more. <laughs> um, and it was really cool. I learned, I, we also went to a chocolate shop and hopefully my family doesn't listen before this. Um, but I got them, this as their stocking stuffer this year. We went to this really fancy chocolate place and like, uh, Parisians, I guess there's this, or maybe just it's France in general, there's like this competition of people who have their trade and it's like every five years people compete in this competition and it's a five-year long competition to Dang. be the best in their trade. And you get this one award and I don't remember it and I hope I'm doing it justice, but you get this one award and once you win it, you win that title for your whole life. We got chocolate from this guy who has that title from being, like, the oh, best chocolatier. Was it good chocolate? Did you think it was extremely- It was so good. So I brought, like, a baggie for uh, my family to have in their stockings. So, uh, And going back to Copenhagen, um, I think, well, when I was in Paris, it wasn't clean. No, was, well, no, Paris was not clean, unfortunately. <laughs> um, it wasn't clean, but the buildings were beautiful. We had an issue, and they're having an epidemic right now. Um, we had a bed bug outbreak in our hotel, and we went to several different rooms within two sister hotels, and they all had bed bugs. Um, and so we lost out on a lot of sleep in Paris, and Paris was probably the hardest part. Um, because they weren't very polite, the people that we dealt with. Um, 
and it was just pretty bad. Um, so right now, like, I'm spending the whole day hardcore cleaning my clothes. Like, every all my stuff is in bags, and I'm slowly, like, cleaning each item. So you just looked down whenever you lifted the sheets back, and there was just, like, full of bed bugs? Well, I, like, lifted up back my, like, sheet, and I saw, like, this one little bug that was tiny. And in my head, I didn't want to freak out my friend. I went yeah. out with my girlfriend on this trip. And I didn't want to freak her out. And we were, like, sharing a queen bed the whole time. And I was just, like, trying not to freak her out. And I go, hey, I think I see a bug right there. And I kind of, in the back of my head, I was like, I hope this isn't a bed bug. And then I saw blood on the pillow, which is a sign because they suck your blood. Like a mosquito. Oh, God. I saw blood on the pillow, and I was like, and then she rolled over, and there were definitely beetles. And we had, like, a few marks on us and stuff. Oh, shoot. And so then did you, like, Google it and see that it was, like, this huge problem that was happening there? Yeah. It's a big problem. Um, Which I feel bad for the hotel, but they knew it was an issue and lied to us several times until we got to the bottom of it. So it wasn't a good hotel, and it wasn't a good experience. By far my worst customer experience I've ever had. Dang. Yeah. So then you went on to Berlin. So what what did you learn? Berlin was my favorite. <laughs> Berlin is so unique and so cool. Um, it's cool to see a city that was like, went through some of the darkest times, have some of the darkest history um, with not only the Holocaust, but then the Berlin Wall and like the murdering of... Um, and I hope this is proper language, but what I saw on the signage, it called they called them gypsies. So I don't know if that's like a derogatory term, but um, who they called gypsies um, were murdered. Um, and so we went to several monuments and several places. We went to the Berlin like gate that was the gate of the original Berlin Wall. Um, and they had a, um, a menorah and a Christmas tree side by side, which was really beautiful to see. Um, and you could, you could tell they like made a huge effort and it's actually very diverse now. Like it's one of the more diverse cities I saw out of all of them. Um, and, and they have a great transportation system. They're very into, uh, electronic music and clubbing though, from what I learned. Um, I didn't really, we didn't end up going, but like, apparently like bars are like, cause we were so tired they don't, the clubs don't open till 10 and they're open every day. They op- don't open till 10 and they stay open until 10 the next day, some of them. And I don't know how people get work done if that's the culture they're into. Um, I'm sure not all <laughs> Germans do that, but it, it's intense. Um, and the clubs have the craziest themes and the craziest names. Um, but um, Alexander Platz was cool. We went to... The Christmas market and we got a real taste of like the food there um, and the architecture was really unique I walked into like one restaurant and it was so funny because it had this LED screen that surrounded like the whole wall and it was like a very cheap lunch but the coolest like interior ever and then they had a DJ that was playing very calm electronic music but it, <laughs> the wall was like synced with what he was doing and I was like are we just, like, partying in the middle of the day? Um, that was cool. Um, and then we went to a nude spa. Oh, nice. 
which actually I think you would have appreciated, Mike, um, because it was actually super liberating and really a cool experience because it was like five different saunas which with different herbs in each one, like the scents. There was one even with like Epsom salts, like the, the Himalayan salt along the wall. And then there was like five different pools. And when you lean back in the pools, there's music you can hear. That's cool. Yeah, and um, there was also a bar, so you could drink the whole time, and, like, we spent the whole day there, and I got a massage there, and it was actually kind of, like, meditating, because I went into, like, one of the pools, and I, like, leaned back, and for, like, I don't even know how long I was there, I, like, meditated, which I haven't, like, fully, like, gone through, but, like, the amount of peace and, like... It's kind of one of those baths, those soothing baths that people talk about that you can go into. But it was, it was insane. And it was a really cool experience. And it's just like seeing, even though it's seeing strangers like naked, it's like actually a really cool experience because you're like, this is how bodies are. This is what I've got. And no one was judging anyone. Yeah. It was really cool. Good. I'm glad you had a good experience there. And it sounds like you guys needed that after Paris. (laughs) Yeah. A little relaxation. Yeah, Paris is a little stressful. Um, so, yeah, and then Berlin, yeah, Berlin was cool. So, if you didn't have bed bugs, would Paris have been stressful for other reasons? I mean, besides, like, the riots, um, I don't want to generalize or stereotype because it might have just been our experience, but based on who we interact, there is a stereotype out there that uh, French people sometimes don't like tourists and Americans. Yeah. And it was, and I felt it a little bit, you know, I didn't feel super welcomed. Yeah. But the food was very good. It may be rightfully so, you know, who am I to judge? But, um, yeah. So then compared to Copenhagen again was Berlin, um, clean and everything was in its spot or I mean they were it... very clean there's things that they're still working on like the plumbing isn't perfect quite yet or at least what I experienced like you have to heat your water before you shower in a separate tank thing and you have to like turn mm-hmm. the knob and then you get in but it's like one minute of hot water it's like really intense so you have to be like <laughs> um and uh there was graffiti on this streets everywhere but everywhere was nice inside and I felt safe so um not as clean as Copenhagen but it wasn't dirty yeah yeah awesome well thank you for all that insight is there anything that I didn't ask that you have wanted to share no I don't think so how are you what what did you do this week Um, this week I worked a whole lot, so, um, that was the vast majority of my week, and then I can't believe next week I already leave, not, like, today's Sunday, but next Sunday I'll be in Texas. Oh, for Christmas? Yeah. That's insane. Wait, let me make sure I'm not lying to you. (laughs) When do you, are you going home? No, I am staying in Seattle, and we're going to Vancouver for a little bit, and my parents oh, are coming, right. up, coming or here. my dad and Julie are coming up, not my mom, but yeah. Yeah, okay, so you're staying here. Yeah, so I lied. 
I leave on the 21st. Nice. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, what's your one good thing this week? Oh, God. It's been a little bit of a rough week. Um, There's got to be one good thing, though. Okay, well, I'll tell you what I'm really, really looking forward to for next week. Yeah. Rob and Melissa come back from India. Yay! Our friends. Yep, and so, and they've been, I mean, they were there, like, way before I got there, and then I've been back for how many weeks? Oh, they've been there the whole time consistently. They've been there the whole time. So they're going to do a big kirtan when they get here, and then I'll get to see them, like, every week. So I'm excited for them to come back. We still need to have them on. Um, let's see. My good thing is, well, I have a lot of good things. Um, just reflecting back and feeling restored coming back to work. Back and, to the pod. And um, now you get to be with Binksy. I know. He was mad at me last night, guys. Was he so mad at you? He, like, ignored me for really a while and wouldn't even sleep with me because I went to bed kind of – I, like, slept in increments last night to kind of get myself back. Um, and I'm trying to stay up all day. But, yeah, I, I went up and I was like, hey. <laughs> and then he went, meow. And then, I, and then I was like, come downstairs, come to bed. And he, like, came down reluctantly and then he cuddled me. I'm like, ha. Oh, my gosh. That little turd, he would do that. Yeah, he's a big personality. So then now is he already over it a little bit? Yeah, he's sleeping on the bed right now with me. Okay, <laughs> good. Aw, well, thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye.